0: good morning, friends and faithful listeners. And thanks for tuning in to the Bible Explained podcast on this lovely Tuesday morning. And hope you are enjoying a nice cup of coffee or a nice cup of tea as you sit down to read the scriptures with me. That was a poem I just wrote for you guys. Unintentionally, so let's read Luke twenty-one one through four today. I'll be reading at the WEB version as always. Feel free to grab the version that you prefer to read out of, or just listen along if you are driving to work. And let's read Luke twenty-one one through four. We're going to be talking about the widow's might today, and also about cheerful giving. So stay tuned. He or Jesus looked up and saw the rich people who were putting their gifts into the treasury. He saw a certain poor widow casting in two small brass coins. He said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow put in more than all of them, for all these put in gifts for God from their abundance, but she from her poverty put in all that she had to live on." So yeah, that's just an itty bitty little couple of verses that I read for you guys, but so much content actually much more content than you would originally think just looking at all this. And we can talk about a lot, actually, <laughs> which is what we're going to do. So verse one, Jesus is still in the temples talking. If you've been tuning into my last episodes, uh, th- this is basically a continuation on everything Jesus has been doing in the temples. And what's interesting about this, if you read at the very end of Luke 20, where Jesus kind of goes into these, uh, woe to you Pharisees for doing this, this and this. You'll see that one of the last verses of Luke 20 moving into this chapter is that Jesus says, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, because you devour widows' houses. Then all of a sudden, Luke 21 happens and this widow is the the object of the story. So when you put it into perspective of what is happening, you can really see how impactful this story really is based on what Jesus had just been talking about that the Pharisees had done to widows. So that's kind of why sometimes I'm not a big fan of the way (laughs) um, people have broken up the chapters, because obviously when these were written, they didn't have numbers next to them. They didn't have chapter uh, numbers either. So, yeah, we got to read the the Bible in context of everything else that is happening and I think a lot of people sometimes get stuck on certain verses that are taken way out of context because you don't know what the verses before and after that verse really was which is why Gregory Kokel who I've had on the podcast before he actually came out with a book called Never Read a Bible Verse and I really like it it's a it's a very short read it's like basically a pamphlet actually and the concept of that book was that we're supposed to be taking the Bible into context rather than taking a verse and deciding what it means based upon our viewpoints. We're supposed to be looking at what the Bible says that verse means. Just a little thought about uh, Bible verses and (laughs) the way chapters are broken up. But yes, this widow is suddenly the object of the story. And Jesus was seeing all these rich people who are putting their gifts into the treasury. Here's another thing I could talk about. Sometimes there's been um, debate whether a plate should be passed on Sunday or not. I've had a handful of people say that they specifically do not go to churches that pass a plate for offering because it can be like a prideful thing. And yes, it definitely can be. And I can see that perspective very well, actually. And for many years as a teenager, my family did go to a church that did not pass a plate. Rather, they had like an offering box in the back of the church where you could drop your offerings into. So there's arguments for both. But one of the arguments for me against the (laughs) the offering box is that you forget to put your money in there. (laughs) Which is what I would do. Like, um, obviously, I was a teenager, teenager back then, so I didn't give as much. But when I did have some money that I was designating in my heart to give to the church, um, because I, I did have a job. I had a job for most of my life, actually. I've, I've worked many different jobs. And uh, one of my first jobs I got while I was still in high school, I think I was a junior, and I was a dishwasher. And one of the things I decided I was going to do was to tithe a portion of that money each week. But I would forget. (laughs) Because the offering box was in the back of the church and I'd pass by it and I'd forget that it was there. And then I'd be like, oh crap, I still have this money. And then being the teenager that I was, I'd end up spending the money rather than putting it into the offering box. So there's arguments for both, I suppose. But really, I think what it boils down to is both of them are fine because it really depends on the person's heart that is actually giving the money. Yeah, it can be a very prideful thing when the plate is passed and you put your money in and you put a large sum of money. That can be a very prideful thing like, ah, look how much money I put in this plate that's getting passed around to all these people to look at. (laughs) That could be a prideful thing. I don't know of anybody that's ever done that before. I'm sure it's happened, but yeah, I mean, that could be a prideful thing. But here in verse one of Luke 21, Jesus was seeing the rich people who are putting their gifts into the treasury. The treasury was a stationary area that was not getting passed around. People would line up back in Jesus's day to put their money into the treasury. So really, no matter what, whether or not there's an offering plate being passed or not, It depends on where the person's heart is, because anything can become a prideful event. (laughs) Anybody who's uh, giving money could make that prideful and, and showy and be like, look at, you know, all these people around me, look at how much I'm giving into this offering box here in the back of the church, or look how much I'm putting into the plate. So it really doesn't matter, in my opinion, whether a church passes a plate or not. It just depends on the heart whether or not it's a prideful thing. So Jesus is seeing all these rich people who are putting their gifts into the treasury. And there's a ton of them. (laughs) It sounds like it sounds like there was a lot of rich people putting their, their money in. Then all of a sudden, in this line of all these rich people, there's a certain poor widow casting in two small brass coins. So these are called mites. And you might recognize that word. A mite is... A very small thing that's kind of what uh the english word for it is it's a mite small <laughs> but yeah a mite is something very small and according to my footnotes here in the web it's about one percent of a day's wages for an agricultural laborer <clears throat> whatever these uh these two small coins were so that's not a lot of money maybe it could buy a couple loaves of bread or something like that uh Bit of food for the night. That sounds like about it that all this these coins could afford. But yet this woman casts in two of these coins. And that's very important to recognize that she cast in two of them, because she could have saved one and bought herself a meal for that night, a small meal, and survived. But instead, she chose to put two coins in the box. Literally everything she had to live on went into that treasury. And of course, Jesus recognizes this and he says, look at this woman. Truly, I tell you, this poor widow put in more than all of them, not in quantity, of course, because she only gave a very small amount quantity wise, but she gave in her poverty. She gave all all that she had those two coins was everything she had to live on yet she gave it all for all these other people put in gifts for god from their abundance but she out of her poverty put in all that she had to live on and jesus notices this obviously because you know this is so out of the ordinary what person gives every bit of money that they have to the church, to trust in God. That's very rare. That does not often happen. So as I'm reading this and researching this to present this to you guys, I ended up on the Dave Ramsey page. <laughs> and you know Dave Ramsey. He's all about money. And so I ended up researching tithing. And so here's what it says about tithing. And I'm gonna actually link this article in the uh, the bio of this podcast episode, which I often do sometimes. If I find an interesting resource on something that I'm talking about, just to let you guys know. So check the bios, because sometimes I forget to mention that I'm uh, linking the articles in the bio of the the episode or the description of the episode. So here's what Dave Ramsey has to say, or rather RamseySolutions.com has to say. What's the difference between tithes and offerings? Just like llamas and alpacas, tithes and offerings are grouped together a lot, but they're definitely not the same thing. A tithe is a specific amount, 10% of your income that you give first, and an offering is anything extra that you give beyond that. So this woman gave both a tithe and an offering because it doesn't sound like she was getting much of an income at all. So she gave her tithe, which possibly would have been a, a percentage of that those small coins, but she gave an offering also because she put in all the money that she had. So that's a special thing about this woman. Not only did she tithe, she gave an offering. So moving forward in the Dave Ramsey thing, it says, why should I tithe? And this is the last thing I'm going to talk about here in this article, and then I'll link the rest if you want to read it. It says, the Bible tells us that tithing is a way to show that we trust God with our lives and our finances. Tithing isn't for God's benefit. He doesn't need our money. Instead, tithing is meant for our benefit because sacrificing a portion of our income reminds us to rely on God to meet our needs. Plus, it makes us more aware of the needs of others, too. In fact, supporting the needs of pastors and the work of the local church is one of the main purposes of tithing tithing helps your local church actively be the church by helping others. And then it also says giving encourages a grateful and generous spirit and can help steer us away from being greedy or loving money too much. You see, guys, that is the main reason really for tithes is to help finance other people. It's not really for God. Yes, God loves a cheerful heart. He loves a cheerful giver. But in actuality, it is to support other people to help others to help the church be the church giving helps minister to others and it keeps us from being greedy also that is the point of tithing and it's interesting how much this episode today ties into the episode we talked about yesterday out of the old testament the israelites were supposed to give a portion of their land to the levite clan to help them live in it in other words the the Israelites were supposed to support the Levites. They were supposed to support them in food, in clothing, in shelter, pretty much, well, maybe not clothing, but pretty much everything would go to support the priests, the teachers of the law. So when we give, when we tithe, which is something that Jesus clearly loves because he recognizes this widow here who tithed and gave an offering out of everything that she had. It's important for us to tithe. And you know what? This is something that I'm going to be honest with you guys. I talk about it, but I'm pretty hypocritical in it. I'm not the best giver. Just as I told that story about my teenage years, (laughs) conveniently forgetting to put the offering in the box. I still do not have the gift of giving down very well. In fact, I'm rather stingy. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I was raised uh, very poor actually. And uh, my family did not have much growing up. And so I, I was taught to save. I was taught to make money and save it. Now, don't get me wrong. My parents did tithe and they did teach me to tithe, but I never maintained the habit and I never got very good at it because to me, saving money was more important than giving it away. And even now my husband's had to uh, correct me on many things. And my husband's a giver, actually. He's much better at it than I am. And one of his uh, love languages is actually getting getting gifts for other people. That's how he expresses his love, which is cute. But um, <laughs> it's actually not my love language, shockingly enough. And me, my husband and I laugh about this. It's um, Me getting gifts from other people is not really a love language of mine. But my point is, I'm sorry, I rabbit trailed there. But my point is, my husband's had to talk with me often about even P40 Ministries. I'm really bad at like doing, I don't know, giveaways and stuff. And also I'm bad at tithing from my ministry also, I've, I've barely done it. So today when I read this, I was kind of, I was actually very convicted. Yeah, I mean, I read this and I'm just like, wow. You know, I have a hard time tithing out of my abundance, right? Because I I have been blessed. Like I, I don't make a lot of money, but I am definitely very blessed. Like God has given me so much more than I deserve. But out of my abundance, I have a hard time tithing or giving offerings from that. But then Jesus looks at this widow and talks about her so lovingly. This woman who gave everything that she had out of her poverty. So this is something that's almost a wake up call to christians everywhere i was actually continuing to read on this uh dave ramsey website that 75 to 95 percent of christians who go to church do not tithe and yet jesus and yahweh in the old testament make it so abundantly apparent that tithing is not only necessary it's an act of faith and we are supposed to be taking care of our pastors we are supposed to be taking care of widows and children that don't have fathers. And we are supposed to be taking care of our leaders, the churches, various ministries, because they are the ones that go out and help other people with the finances that they have been given. And most churches are a nonprofit, by the way. So they don't get money. (laughs) So it is important for us to minister to those churches from our abundance, from the blessings that God has given us so that those churches and ministries can continue to support themselves and support other people. So my call to action for all you guys is consider giving a gift this week, consider tithing this week or giving an offering because we have been abundantly blessed and giving offerings is one way we can express our gratitude to God through the blessings we have been given. Well, friends and faithful listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I'm going to drop a link to that uh, Dave Ramsey website in the bio of this podcast episode. And I'm also putting a link to my new devotional, the Adore devotional, The Teen Girl's Guide to Advent in the bio of this podcast episode. So you can navigate over there and take a look at it. And of course, if you choose to purchase one of those books that will help the Bible Explained podcast to continue to operate and to run. But friends and faithful listeners, I do appreciate all of you guys that have tuned in today. I hope that you were convicted. And if you were, share it on your social media platforms. Tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. Word of mouth is a great way to continue to help the podcast grow but friends guess what we are moving into season five next week on the podcast season five and I do have to make a little disclaimer here I'm not going to change the music <laughs> I have been doing that um, for the change of each season I found new music however new music is very expensive and I have to purchase licenses and stuff in order to run it and to to use it I mean and those licenses expire and then there's a whole thing with copyright and i just don't feel like dealing with that anymore so the one that i have currently playing right now is actually one that i wrote myself including the saxophone so yes i hope you just enjoy that one because that's the one i made and that's the one i'm gonna stick with until i um feel like possibly recording another one so that's the little disclaimer i'm gonna give you guys about the music of this podcast But uh, hopefully you just enjoy the music I have and, And can deal with it But friends and faithful listeners I will see you bright and early tomorrow morning For an episode out of Numbers Until then, happy listening And God bless